That's right, everybody. It's a Skyrim episode. Jeremy Soule wrote hours upon hours of music for this fifth chapter in the Elder Scrolls series. Unfortunately, Mr. Soule is unavailable for interviews, but his music totally deserves a show, so we're going to go through some of it. The melodies in the established ambiance attract me to Mr. Soul's music, but there are definitely standouts. He uses great solo instruments too. And in case you've got no idea what an English horn sounds like, you'll probably have a better idea soon. And these wonderful instrumental solos that he peppers and weaves throughout this score to Skyrim are what shine for me. Since we deal with copyright rules around here, I have to talk over some of these things, which is sad. I would love to play the whole thing for you, but you'll either have to play the game or check out the soundtrack that Jeremy Soule wrote. Uh, we are listening right now to one of my absolute favorite moments. This is the very opening theme. It's called Dragonborn. Now, what I love the most about this is the end, because of course, we're in a minor key throughout a, a good portion of this, but then he ends on uh, the four chord to get super nerdy on you, the major four chord, and it is just such a lovely and uplifting ending. I think the ending to that piece is absolutely sublime, totally beautiful. So that was Dragonborn, the main theme to Skyrim, what you hear when you plop the game in the console or turn on the PC, that's what you hear the first thing. So I mentioned earlier there are these wonderful instrumental solos that I love that he uses, and uh, one of the earliest tracks on this soundtrack, and I'm talking about the four-disc set, is called Ancient Stones. This has a unique instrument in it called hammered dulcimer. Here's what a hammered dulcimer sounds like, and then we'll hear uh, Ancient Stones. ¶¶ 
Ancient Stones also has one of my favorite horn solos and one of my favorite trumpet solos. But first, let's hear this most beautiful horn solo. And I love this trumpet part. By the way, by horn, I mean these guys. Yeah, you might know them as a a French horn. Don't call them that. They're not French. They're German. So we just call them horns, just, just so you know. Another beautiful horn solo shows up in a piece called The White River. I love this piece. I love this horn solo bummer is it's too long for me to play the whole thing for you, but we'll get to the best part and then we'll get to hear the trumpet solo too, which is also magnificent. Just like ancient stones, here comes the trumpet. more horn song, and then we'll move on to something else. This is called Far Horizons. Soul also wrote some beautiful cello music. This occurs in a piece called The City Gates. But just for a reminder and a really great excuse to play some Bach, this is what cello sounds like.
Yeah, that was actually English horn there, too, right after the cello. Let's hear a little bit more exposed English horn so you can hear and start to recognize the unique sound of this pretty bizarre instrument. It looks like an oboe, only much longer. And this is what it sounds like. That's what English horn sounds like. And if you've never heard the piece I was just playing, it's a piece by an Italian composer named Adorino Respighi. And it's a piece called Pines of Rome, The Pines of Rome, more uh, accurately. In any event, if you love Jeremy Soule, you will absolutely adore Adorino Respighi. And I highly recommend you check it out. So Jeremy Soule peppers the English horn pretty frequently throughout the Skyrim score, but this is the one that really stands out to me. This is a piece called Distant Horizons. Again, that's called Distant Horizons. Uh, You do hear from the relative of the English horn, the much more commonly heard oboe. So that's actually, I think, the very first solo instrument you hear in the piece. You hear a little bit of oboe, and then you have to wait till uh, maybe about halfway through to get to that English horn part. Well, one of the things that Skyrim, of course, has all over the place that I've completely ignored up until this point would be the choir. And there are all kinds of different choirs. There's the mixed chorus that happens. There's the uh, children's choir. I'm assuming these are children. It certainly sounds like them. And then there's, of course, the men that sing in Dragonborn. There were actually 30 men who sang, and then they just each sang it three times, so it made it sound like 90 dudes. That's pretty cool. So in any event, here is a little bit of a piece called Tundra. This has some uh, kids in it. You can hear choirs singing on and off throughout Skyrim. Here is another wonderful example. Uh, This is mixed chorus here in a piece called Aurora.
There is, of course, all kinds of music I'm leaving out. There's tons of chase music. There are minstrel songs, which I adore. The songs A Winter's Tale, The Bannered Mare, Around the Fire, Out of the Cold. These are all what you hear when you're visiting the taverns. But my absolute favorite piece, whenever I randomly think of Skyrim, which, you know, happens from time to time, I guess, I always think of this piece. It's called Imperial Throne. you with that imperial throne by jeremy soul my personal favorite track from the skyrim soundtrack again i left a lot of music out but i'm sensitive to the sound of my own voice should you be interested i will have some uh, words for bethesda at the conclusion of the show been listening to Top Score from Classical Minnesota Public Radio. I'm Emily Reese, and our technical director is Sam Keenan. Coming up this fall on Top Score, we plan to explore some new ideas in gaming, but we will always have a musical focus to the show. There will always either be a review, like what you've heard just now with Skyrim, or more traditionally, we'll have a composer on. That's the ideal goal. So many of our upcoming guests are secret, but here's a musical clue for one future guest that's no secret at all. Bethesda? How can a game get even a 7 out of 10 if it can't be played?